Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Deep back Gibbs, golf turns, gives to Gibbs over the left side. There he goes inside the 30, inside the 25. Gibbs, speed, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, yes, Detroit Lions. Turning on the Jets, Jameer Gibbs running away from the defenders, and the Lions are back on top. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube here from the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. I'm Robbie Lula, Avery Howard with me this morning. Andrew, I believe, will be back tomorrow, <laughs> uh, as far as I know, if he survived his bachelor party in Vegas. Yeah. As long as we don't have a hangover situation there where yeah. he's stuck on the roof somewhere. But um, he is uh, planning to be back tomorrow. Hopefully, he's recovering today mm-hmm. uh, from his from his bachelor party weekend, uh, but wanted to mention something here that uh, outside of, of football that we've been uh, pretty heavy on so far this morning, but, uh, and we'll get to Nebraska and Creighton basketball yeah. as, as uh, <clears throat> the show goes on, but I, so I, I'm sure you saw the video of Caitlin Clark. I did. And the Ohio State I don't think it was a fan. I think it was somebody from their social media team as well. Yeah, something of I could, yeah. I believe it was a media member. Is, yeah. So what I was, what I heard or read was that it was a, a member of either Ohio State social media team or a, a, a entity that was covering Ohio State their social media team trying to get out on the floor yeah. to. I mean, very much like our our own Mike Sauter did when Nebraska beat Purdue sure, sure. to get out onto the floor and get content yeah. from rushing the court. Right. Yeah. I mean. It was Iowa's the number two team in the country in yeah. women's basketball. Um, and as far as I know, Mike Sauter did not uh, truck anyone on his way out to the floor. Just although he may have. Laughing, thinking, imagine if it was Mike Sauter who trucks Caitlin Clark. It would have been, I mean. <laughs> A day he would never live down. He also probably would have, like, talked trash to her. Be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> like, Sauter definitely would have. Like, stood over like he's a defensive back breaking up a pass, right? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> D1 athlete? Come on. Um, he 100% would have. That's, the, I can, I mean, you, you're laughing because you know it's true. Well, she's down there. Be like, do you like my shoes? <laughs> be like, this is a sweet kicks though, right? Like um, oh, God, that's good. <laughs> Um, but no so in ohio sorry mike (laughs) i don't know how you got into this conversation so an ohio state media member yeah uh just collides with caitlin clark as as far as we know everybody's okay yeah um but this is kind of (laughs) just imagining mike talking trash to caitlin clark after he lays her out is hilarious um, <laughs> it's just really on brand. <laughs> the, the way that you said, yeah, what? <laughs> he would, he would, and he would do the, 
he, he'd do the kind of pop the chest out thing a little bit. That would, I've seen him do that I here. He just, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Usually it's when he's talking about the Jets. What? what? Um, <laughs> so, okay, I'm sorry. I, I was just imagining now Mike like laying out Casey. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> just Mike Sauter just blindsides Kase Tominaga, and I was like, "What just happened? Um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Need to play more physical, Kase? What? <laughs> Didn't see that screen coming, did you? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. So Caitlin Clark goes down. And she did kind of crumple too. She like, did. She went down hard. Blindside that hurts. Yeah. Kind of seemed like it maybe knocked the wind out yeah. of her a little bit because she yeah. didn't see it coming. Um, but so I, I've seen, you know, on, on Twitter and online and whatever, people sort of, you know, every, one, every few years it seems like we have this outcry over like, oh, we have to stop storming the courts. Yeah. It's too dangerous, yeah. whatever. And like, listen, I've been near a court storming before. Yeah. I haven't myself gone, but I've been very close to the floor as it happened. And I'll be honest, it can be a little scary. Yeah. There's a lot happening yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so I get it. I get it from a dangerous situation for, especially opposing, like the team that lost, yeah. trying to get off the floor. Yeah. It is not an ideal situation for them. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. I can't recall a single real issue ever happening from this. Yeah. Like I, I maybe it just doesn't get reported, but in terms yeah. of players this is probably as i mean there's a reason this is a story right because it never happens for sure and even though she doesn't appear to be injured long term it's like oh this is this could be really dangerous mm-hmm. and, and it can be don't get me wrong it can be but it really hasn't been yeah and so i'm i'm sort of torn in the fact of okay i understand where you're coming from this is not an ideal situation you know, if you're the opposing team, you want to get out of there as fast as possible so you're not caught up in this, like, melee mosh pit thing. And then on the other side of the corner, it's like, yeah, but nothing ever happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because after the Nebraska one happened with Purdue, um, you know, it was pretty obvious that in the last minute, <laughs> two minutes, man, two minutes might be a stretch, minute and a half, that Purdue, yeah. you weren't going to close that gap. No. Yeah. So – it's, I, I heard someone bring this up. They're like, you know, with the last, you know, when the shot clock is dwindling, whatever, at that point, like, have the players start to make their whatever. You know it's coming. They're way off the floor. You yeah. know what's happening yeah. there. There's 25 seconds left. Yeah. Usually the head coaches start shaking hands at that point anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, you know, how realistic that is for situations where you got a buzzer beater. It doesn't make, you know, it doesn't allow for a consistent, you know, due process basically for everyone else yeah, it's not to always follow. gonna work it's not always but gonna work. when someone brought that up i'm like yeah that's a pretty good point because once the other way around and the team that's winning is you know supposed to win like they're basically already walking off the court anyway yeah. they're already about to go shake hands anyway you know what's coming just you know have them whatever um but yeah i i mean caitlin was pretty she was pretty cool about it i think yeah. actually and so i think she understands the situation i mean i think everyone that's said something about it they know it's inevitable it's going to happen it's more or less like is there a way that it could be contained a tad bit better like yeah. can we direct traffic a tad bit can better? we make it like 10 percent? yeah like can we have like a only this way and only this way like or something it, instead of you know because at a certain point and the fact of the matter is you're, you're talking about 
like one security guard yeah. for every I don't know 250 people if you're maybe sure. if, yeah probably more yeah right like that I think that's a that would be a low number probably yeah. but we'll call it that for this like yeah. that one security guard is not stopping all of the people right and so you've got a dozen security guards trying to stop several thousand people right. like that's just not going not to happen, happen right no. and so stopping it probably is not a practical answer but if you focus those dozen security guards mm -hmm. on getting the opposing team out yeah you're probably okay yeah right and so i and you know you brought you brought up that nebraska game and this is kind of why i'm pro court storming yeah it makes it feel more real for sure like it makes the upset yeah. feel very tangible yeah in a way that if you're just like oh great they won the game and you go home and you get in your car like, it's just a different – Yeah. I think the only time at Creighton they stormed the court was when they won the Big East title, the mm -hmm. regular season title, that I can remember mm -hmm. at least. And, I, again, I didn't storm the court, but I was sitting very close to the floor. No big deal. Mm -hmm. um, totally. <laughs> and, and it made it feel more real. Like, mm -hmm. it made it feel more tangible. It's like, oh, yeah, Creighton just won Did a championship, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way about, like, tearing down the goalposts. Like, I don't care. Like, tear down the goalposts. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Mm -hmm. Take them, throw them in the river. Like, mm -hmm. whatever people do with them. Right? Go put it in your in front of your frat house. Like, congratulations. <laughs> right? Awesome. Yeah. Like, it's it makes it's part of the thing that makes college sports feel, 100%. like, more connected to sure. you. And so I don't want to lose that. Mm -hmm. But I also am old now. And so I also understand oh, yeah, somebody could get yeah. hurt yeah. doing this. Yeah, it's almost just like there has to be like some sort of guidelines or something, which I know the whole point of it actually being kind of exciting is there is really no guidelines yeah, at that point. It's like we get to go be with the team, and that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, when you see an athlete of Caitlin Clark caliber kind of go down, it yeah. obviously is going to probably scary, right? yeah, raise a little bit more concern. Um so I don't know. I'm interested to see maybe how the the conversation is addressed. I really hope they don't go like the NCAA baseball route and basically take away everything. I really hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it, even if I think court storming becomes banned, I don't know if people will follow that, quite frankly. I mean, you know, technically the, the tearing down the goalposts is banned, but like how well does yes, that exactly. work? Yes, right? exactly. So you know? I'm, I just hope they don't take everything away if it becomes a conversation at the end of the season when they have to address things. Yeah. Um I don't know. Here at Herd at Sports Radio, we are pro court storming. Yeah, we are. Just be responsible. Yeah, be smart. Be safe. Yeah. And use your dozen security guards to make a little tunnel and get the other team out of there. Yeah, or your, yeah, or your security that comes with. I don't know. I just it got brought up after the game. They're like, you should just have the guys start. Well, you knew, you knew it was coming. You know it was coming. There was what, what was it? A twelve nine point difference or something? Yeah, or nine eight point something. It was not. I mean, it wasn't something that was coming down to a buzzer. No. And the honestly the. The biggest issue is the players on the court themselves, right? Because you yeah. can't take them off. For sure. But the referees, even, like whether Iowa – I don't know if Iowa had a timeout or whatever, but if you're the Iowa coach or if you're the refs, you should be able to pause the game or like have a conversation with the other coach and be like, hey, do you want to get your players out of here? Yeah. Because like, you – I mean, using Nebraska-Purdue as an example again, you knew yeah. pretty 80, 80, early. Yeah, 88-72 was the score. Yeah, like that game is not close, no. right? You can get at least your entire bench out. Yeah. And then security can focus on getting the five players on the floor out safely, right? Yeah. But, like, with Nebraska-Purdue, you knew that was going to happen a long time before it happened. Like, yeah. you could feel it in the arena. You can kind of predict these things. <laughs> 
most of the time it's not on a buzzer beater. Like that's not generally when this is happening. Yeah. I don't know. I pro court storming, but yeah. let's let's figure out a little bit better way. Like yeah. let's make it ten percent safe. Ten percent. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. Uh, glad Caitlin Clark is okay, and uh, hopefully. Either Nebraska or Creighton will have more reasons to storm the court sure. soon. We will talk Nebraska with our guy Sam McEwen coming up next here on Herd Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.